Welcome to Woman Unzipped, a podcast featuring women who share their lives truthfully, vulnerably, and powerfully with moi, Leah Rose. I believe that sharing your stories gives you access to transformation and that when you step into your life with commitment, everything is possible. Join me for stories and shares with women from all walks of life, careers, and lifestyles. Welcome. All right, here we go. We're on our next episode of Unzipped, and I am here with Kara Potts, who is an intuitive channel and embodiment coach, and she is here to share a little bit about her journey becoming, becoming, like, I think claiming the intuitive channel that she is, because there's a lot that goes into that, and I just heard that she may do a little mini reading. So you want to make sure that you stay to the end uh, for us. Woo! Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. So much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. So, so yeah, tell me, tell me about being an intuitive channel and embodiment coach. Like what, what, what is, is that? What is, <laughs> um, yeah, where to start really. So I explain it to people like this. Like, I think most of us are probably familiar with psychics at this point, right? Um, yeah. So for me, um, I am kind of a trifecta. So I am not only a born psychic, gifted psychic, um, but I also have done so much work through my own healing process that I now it's really great because I, with clients and people that I read for, not only, you know, I've had psychic readings, right? And you get all the information. You're like, well, like mind blowing, that's crazy. But then like, it just kind of drops off at like, what do I do now? Right. So when people work with me, they get that intuitive reading. And then there's also practices and tools of like, how do we unpack what just came through for you? And uh, energy work as well. And so it's kind of this trifecta of the mind, body, and spirit really of, of what's coming through for that individual. And so by intuitive channel, what I mean by that is I tune into your higher self, your guides and angels, um, any um, healed ancestors and do work in so many different realms. So multidimensional, right? Past lives, karmic ties, future yeah. stuff, all the things. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> and that must've been quite a journey. Like, did you, were you, you, I know you're born that way, right? Like, of course this gift is coming through, but did you know right away that you were like, yeah. So, you know, we're all born intuitive beings. Obviously it's part of the way we're wired to keep us safe and alive. Right. Yeah. Um, but as a child, uh, the first time I remember really channeling things, I think I was probably about three years old and I was always a hypersensitive human. So mm. because of my sensitivity level is why I can do the things that I can do, why I can receive the messages that I receive. So I was kind of mm. like, Oh, it's my greatest curse and my greatest gift. Right. And so with that being said, I dealt with a lot of anxiety, panic attacks, phobias as a child, and even to mm, like teenage years and young adult. And so with that, you know, going through that healing journey, I started finding energy work, which led me into eventually massage school. So I landed in massage school, at like 20 years old. And as soon as I start putting my hands on people, I'm hearing, sensing, seeing, feeling things that yeah. I'm like even make sense. Like, I don't even know what's happening and kind of weirded me out, kind of spun me out of my body. And so my teachers were like, well, maybe you should look into energy work. Right. So my first kind of stop with that was like Reiki. I'll start with that. And so I started learning how to yeah. channel 
energy through me not using my own. That was mm -hmm. kind of like step one. And then, you know, this has now been like a 20 year process. So that evolved into something else, evolved into something else, evolved, you know, evolved into like more healing work. And then I started learning how to tap into beyond myself, the highest source. Some people call it source, spirit, God, whatever, creator, whatever works for you to me, yeah. all that energy and becoming the conduit for that energy. And when I started learning how to do that, I was like, oh, wow, this feels really familiar. I felt like I was home. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, to your point, like from the struggle of being this way, yeah, to cultivate and create who I am and what it is that I get to be of service now in the world, which is, you know, I, I believe why we're all here is to be of service. So pretty great that we get to do because it was hard. It was pretty gnarly going through all that stuff. Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what would you say was your biggest challenge in claiming your intuitive self? I would say my biggest challenge would be honestly my own confidence. Mm. And so it's interesting when I, cause I, I teach people to how to tap into their intuition on a deeper level. And oftentimes I get like, Oh, like they're scared to come out of the spiritual closet. They're scared. They're scared. They've got, maybe there's some religious conditioning or other um, stories that are narratives that they have about being this way. That yeah. uh, is, I think that I always kind of just knew this is part of how I was built. And so it was um, less about uh, expressing it to other people, but more about being confident that um, I wasn't um, full of it. You know what I mean? I yeah. Know right. My mouth, but <laughs> right. Um, and so it was more about claiming that as far as like being confident and like saying the weird things that come through to people. And so I think mm. that's more than me being able to actually say like, oh, I can do this and, and offer it up to people, you know? Yeah. So, so like, like feeling confident in your voice and saying the things that were coming to you and then giving the people, your clients, the messages. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Grandma's here. Is that, can we talk to her? Like, is that okay with you? You know, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, learning how to invite people into that space. And I'm very mm -hmm. ethical and consensual, obviously, about the way that I read people. I don't just like walk around, you know, the world be like, hey, yo, get, this is coming through for you. I think right. it's such a damaging thing to do. Yeah. And also exhausting for me. So um, yeah. being able to say the weird stuff and and uh, also um, know that this is a gift to share with people rather than just feeling like the weirdo. Right you know? Yeah. I love that. Thank you. So what do you, what would you say are some of the, like, most, like the, the biggest, pow most powerful shifts for a woman to make right now, like at this time in our life, like for the collective, what's, what's the big work right now for women? I feel like the big work for women right now is learning to find safety in ourselves, mm. um, creating a foundation of trust in yeah. ourselves so that we can go out into the world and really use our voice to speak our truth, uh, to be of service, to ask for our needs to be met, um, to show up empowered. Yeah. And what, like, what does that look like? Like in real worlds, like every day, 
life? Like how does a woman find safety for herself? Um, I believe it's finding an awareness to tune into your body. It's all inward. You know, oftentimes we're so, um, it's, we're so quick to project whatever we're experiencing on whoever is around. Right. um, And really what that does, it keeps us in victimhood. And, you know, I, you know, I, And this is not to like victim shame anybody because there's absolute atrocities that happen in the world. But I think that when we start to reclaim our power and uh, reclaim our own safety, then we have more of a capacity to be in choice and create different circumstances for ourselves or a different reality for ourselves. And to me, you know, I work so much with the shadow stuff. And this is part of the reason why the embodiment piece is so important to the work that I do. Because coming from spiritual communities, I see so much bypass happening all the time. And yeah. I was in for a long time too, being in the upper chakras all the time and tapping into all these other energies. But like the same loops were happening in my life, the same cycles. Right. And so until it became really embodied, coming back into myself, coming back into my own safety and foundation, that's when things really started to shift. Got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So like, that makes so sense. like, yeah, I think so. Like I hear, you know, coming down into your body, like, um, like facing the shadow, doing the shadow work. Yeah. Like through breath, through intention, through movement, right? Through these different tools that we have through meditation, but also not, you know, when the, the things that we would think are the ugly things or the shadowy things show up, like yeah. greet those with the love and tenderness too. And Absolutely. Move- yeah. yeah, I'm down with that. Me too. We have to I have safety to be able to do that in ourselves. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And like, so what, I mean, what are the safe, is this... Uh, you work with women, right? And this is, is this part of the work that you do in prisoner to priestess? It's one of the, like the main building blocks to that, because no matter what is going on in your life, the chaos, the drama, whatever, because life ebbs and flows, we're in a human experience. Things are bound to happen. If you cultivate the safety in your body first, you always have that anchor. Yeah. And so that oh. also helps us get through the stuff that's like really you know, hard to deal with or right. other things that show up that aren't, uh, that are, that are out of our control. Right. Yeah. So it's like being anchored in our body. That is the work. That is right? the work. That's that the work. work. We're, I mean, we're in a human experience. We're in what I call this, right? Sleep, right? And <laughs> these women were so taught to look outward to validate ourselves all the time. Validation comes from outward. Right. We want that reciprocity, but unless we are really feeling it and in a relationship to it in ourselves, right. um, much harder to see. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you do this in sisterhood, you do this in women's circle, right? You're calling the women together and I work, I do a lot of women's circle work. So what you don't, what the listeners don't know is that Carol has no idea who I am or what kind of work that I do. So it's perfect that um, we get to talk about this because our work is very aligned. Uh, what do you, like, you do this embodiment work in women's circles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's so important because we, so oftentimes we're having similar experiences, but we're not yeah. normalized. Right. 
be witnessed by in sisterhood and supported in that way when people are either, you know, oftentimes, and I'm sure you find this with your work too, but like you get into a circle with women and all of a sudden you're like, wow, there's this massive thread. Like the, everybody's kind of experiencing the same, right? Thing. you know, maybe it might look a little different, but we're yeah. kind of working with the, through the same things. And so I think that when we can be in community like that and create a safe container and be held yeah. and supported and seen, no matter what we're showing up with the mess, the celebrations, the, right. you know, excitement, the whatever. Um, and because obviously there's, we've been conditioned so much to be afraid of each other as women, right. We create those safe spaces and realize, Oh, women are all like having similar experiences. I'm not alone in this. I can't express this. And now I feel safer, not only in myself, but in community. Right. And then we can really go out into the world and do even bigger work. Right. The ripple effect is huge. I'm sure as you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, so, I mean, my next question is, you know, how does bringing women together help us reclaim our power? Hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's back to that same kind of vein really, isn't it? That when we, reclaim our power by being able to be vulnerable in circle and to express ourselves and be witnessed in that space uh, when you're right. feeling soft, then, you know, we feel like we have a little more, um, what's the word? Like, you know, you have a support network. Right. And it's like in, it's being able to speak in that that those vulnerabilities, the messiness being seen, uh, which you wouldn't think like, how is that going to help me reclaim my power? But it's really in like showing up to the women's circle, sharing and doing all that, that helps you land in your body. Like these are tools that, of embodiment that you use to, to create that sense of safety and totally. to be able to be vulnerable like that, like, oh my God, I showed up, I was vulnerable and I didn't die. Right. Nobody, me, nobody rejected me. Nobody told me that I was dumb or right. Not. Like that's one of the most powerful things I think we can do is actually, you know, to be able to see each other. Yeah. And be seen. Um, then we can go into the world and feel more confident. Yeah. About who we are and what we're here to do. Yes. yes. Love it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think what I want to ask next is like, since we're talking about women's circles, what are challenges that women face inside of the circle that you, that you notice? Hiding, I think would be number one. I think that, uh, well, so the way that I work, and this is probably true for a lot of people that work with energy and work in these, these ways. But as soon as people sign up for a program with me, all of a sudden, like, stuff just pops off in their life. They're just like, oh, this whole thing's showing up again. I thought I worked through this or like, oh man, you know, or like, oh, now I'm scared. Like, I don't know if I want to step in. I don't know these women. So right. is it for me here? Or, um, you know, I'm, I, you know, people often express like, okay, well now I'm ready to do the work, but I'm actually scared of what happens at the other end of this. Like, mm. is my going to change so much that's unrecognizable? Mm. Do I have to break the habits or change the relationships? Or right. The thing I said that I wanted to do, what if I actually get everything that I want? Right. Ooh. And so I think part of um, the issue with being in women's circles is people hiding and not um, for fear of what might be on the other side, not showing up 
at first. And so it's like, you know, warming up those muscles that it's safe, come in here. And you know, the way we create containers and yeah. all that is so important too. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. I love you calling that out hiding, right? It's like, whoo, <laughs> we're all seen. I know I hide sometimes, especially if I'm in a powerful, like a, you know, room or virtual circle. And I'm like, all of these women are gorgeous and amazing and beautiful and like, oh my God, no, I can't be seen. No. Who am I? What do I have to offer? Yeah. <laughs> I've been in so many of those places that I am in that same place, right? You walk, you get on screen, you're like, who are all these amazing goddesses? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't put on makeup today. Yeah. Okay. So Kara said that she was going to read for us. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I love this. And thank you for allowing me to do this here with you. Um, and so back to your point, I purposefully have not looked you up or looked at any of your stuff. Don't know your community. Just in case I was going to read for you today. I didn't want to have any information going in. Yeah. And so the way that I would like to do this today is sort of use, utilize you as this um, conduit or the representative for the people that are magnetized to your work, people that are listening today or, or whatever day this might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so while I'm in there too, if you have any questions and I'll guide you through it all. So it's, you don't have to know anything. Um, okay, great. If you have any questions or anything that shows up, I'd love to like kind of tap in and see what, what comes up there. Does that feel good to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to close my eyes and breathe into myself for a moment and we'll connect our energies and then go from there. Okay. All right. So if you want to take a couple deep inhales through your nose and a cleansing exhale out of your mouth, anybody that's listening, if you feel like taking a few deep breaths, getting into your body, starting to ground down, maybe you feel like placing a hand on your heart or a hand on your belly as you breathe in and out, feeling the rise and fall of your chest to your belly. All right, so when I first tap into your energy today, what I'm feeling like is this big open heart chakra, this really expansive feeling of connection and openness in the heart. I'm feeling a little bit of, it's not even like a block in the throat, but more of like a tenderness or like mm. a, um, a connection to this like feeling of self-expression that it's knowing there's such important words to come through and uh, expression to come through. And a little of this like residual, maybe it goes back to that being seen part coming up um, but there is a little hesitance, I would say, but it's not enough to stop what's coming. Um, but just like a little recognition there. I'm also feeling the sacral chakra really light up. So, so much feeling of abundant energy, uh, feeling of this connection to, um, also very grounded in the earth. So it's like, it feels like actually it's taken a long time to get here. <laughs> What I mean by here is like this moment, this day, this time, this expression, this um, evolution of self. Mm. And so it's almost like now they're showing me this like 
working on the sword a little bit, like less about the fight and like the, almost like they're showing me like tall grasses and like almost like there's a machete where we're like moving through and creating the path, creating the path, creating the path. But if they're almost just like ready to set the swords down and be mm. in the environment that you have now created. Is this making sense for you? 100%. Okay. And so they're also showing me there is a strong sense of the crown chakra opening. So there is a huge connection to the divine. There's a huge connection to this like channel for you that's moving through you and it feels energetic. But what they really want you to remember too is as you're getting these downloads and channeling this information to make sure that you're feeling into your feet, make sure you're feeling mm. into your body at the same time. It's important to stay grounded and in the body as we're moving through this other energy, because ultimately we are in this human experience. And what can happen sometimes is we can disassociate when we're moving through these other channels or uh, playing in other realms or other spaces. And mm -hmm. that's when other energies can start to take over the body. And so especially I'm sensing empath is big for you here, this very empathetic feeling and sensation. But when we abandon our own body like that, other energies can come in, especially if we're big feelers or big yeah. empaths. And then we're waking up sad, depressed, pissed off, whatever. And it's not even ours. It's really carrying um, somebody else's energy. Hmm. So the more space we're taking up for ourselves, um, the more we can actually be present for everybody else in our life because we're filling our own space so we can be in presence and with people is coming you have a really strong presence on the right side of your body there is a let's see who this is you may even start to feel warmth or tingling in your shoulder it feels like there's a sensation of this being being very close to you and i feel like this is um i so i'm seeing somebody on the other side but i'm also having a strong sense of a guardian angel so what this being wants to share with you is that you are so divinely protected. You are being guided. And now I'm seeing like a gentle, almost like push on your back, like this warmth, this mm. feeling of like moving forward, keep moving forward. And this yeah. sense of this guardian angel sharing with you, like, I've got you. Like, don't, I've been here for a long time and I've got you. And like, I, I'm having such a visceral sensation now <laughs> on my neck, my shoulder, almost like they're placing a hand on this part of your body to allow you uh, the sensation that they are here with you right now, carrying you, moving with you. Does that make wow. sense? Yes, and just for everyone who's listening, I am 100% feeling this. <laughs> and <laughs> woo, there's a lot going on in my body right now. <laughs> you wanna share it all? Yeah, so the throat stuff that you spoke about in the, this is a, even unzipped. This is a new medium for me. And um, I recently got a little, this is vulnerable. Uh, I do a lot of leading. I do a lot of voice work. I'm always in front of, I'm leading women. I'm leading people. I'm leading circles. I'm, I recently had an experience where I was not leading and I was in someone else's program and I uh, I got kicked out <laughs> I got kicked out I'm gonna interrupt you I'm sorry but yeah. I, 
I don't want to say this because I don't want to get too personal. But so first of all, thank you honoring your vulnerability here. But there is this massive uh, energy that came in. I'm like, she needs cords with this thing. But I didn't want to say it out loud. Yeah. Sharing here, so um, we can do that separately if you want to. Okay. I definitely saw this energy, and I, I didn't want to share it here because <laughs> how open we were going to be. But um, so there is definitely some energetic cord cutting that needs to happen here, and yeah. so like synopsis this real quick. Sometimes it's just about visualizing that person in front of you, uh, witnessing these white two back and forth between the two of you. If you can do this now, yeah calling in Archangel Michael and his band of mercy angels to come and sever these cords. Now you're going to go ahead and witness that person wrapped up in a beautiful ball of light surrounded by their guides, their angels, knowing that they have their own journey and releasing them from your orbit, just witnessing them float away gently. You now reclaiming your power, reminding yourself that you are in your body. I'm feeling a lot of energy in the solar plexus here. If you feel like putting a hand there, holding on to that space for you. And again, okay, now this guardian angel is like really chatting me up. Like I got her, I'm good. <laughs> like she's good. <laughs> so knowing that everything is happening for your best and highest good. Yeah. Even if you can't yet see it. Yeah. No, I know that it was for my best good. It wasn't a good place for me to be at all. It's there's fear about speaking up about it. Yeah. So I would just, and we'll wrap up with this, but I invite you and anybody listening now to wrap yourself up in a beautiful ball of light. Imagine this ball of light above you, below you, to the sides of you, this bubbles all around you. This is your protection between you and the rest of the world knowing that only things for your best and highest good can permeate this field. Everything else bounces off the outside. Hmm. And just taking a couple breaths in. Oh, so, <sighs> now to just say your name to yourself a few times in your mind, just repeating your name, reminding yourself where you are in time and space. All right. When you feel ready, put your eyes open. Oh, wow. Okay. Woo! <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen. Thank you so much. That is so, that's amazing. Oh, thank you that for sharing. amazing. Thank you for being available for that. And thank you for being vulnerable. I know that's it's a tricky space to be in when you're also the facilitator. So, oh, totally. And yeah, yeah, this is just this. I'm literally working through it right now. And that was so spot on. Even the sword. Let me just tell you. Okay, good. I don't know. Okay. Know. This one's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you pick that up. Wow. Okay. Yes. I am definitely a warrior spirit. And, and I'll fight you. Right. And a lot of my work around claiming my healer and claiming my leader has been around, you know, realizing that power and like letting, picking my fights, right? Girl, I was a brawler growing up too, right? Yeah. And I mean, there's been times where my old 16 year old self shows up and she's like, let's go. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, wait, 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 this might not be the space for you, Yeah. but they're here to protect us. So loving yeah. that warrior inside of you. 
and knowing that, you know, she's got you, but this guardian angel, I don't know. Um, you might start finding feathers around or coins or songs might start playing that make sense to you. Okay. So there's lots of different ways to get messages, just, you know, stay aware and see if anything fun happens. And that's the thing, like leading all this with curiosity, I think is key yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. Deeply healing, but I think in order for things to be deeply healing, there's gotta be curiosity. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you so much. Okay. Tell us, tell us about your work. What would you like to share with our listeners about the work that you do? I'm sure that we have people who are now like, I need to pick up the phone and call that chick. Who is this chick? <laughs> who is this woman? Find me on Instagram or Facebook. My name is Kara Potts, K-A-R-A-P-O-T-T-S. Pretty easy to find. Um, you can also find my website, you can book uh, intuitive reading. So I do one off sessions there. So sometimes people like to just get on for a single session. Um, and then I'm not sure when this is airing, but in the summertime, I'm going to be launching another group program. I'm in the middle of prisoner to priestess right now. That's six months. We just kicked that off. Um, and I do take one-on-one -on -one clients for six months at a time. And that's a really deep journey into all the things. So nice. Thank you so much for having me today. What a, what a pleasure. You're so welcome. Ah, yay. <laughs> All right. And with that, we are complete. Thank you for listening. This has been a global turn on production. I'm Leah Rose Farber, your host. Make sure you check us out at www.globalturnon.com. Until then, we'll see you soon.